Hey, I'm Mr. Wow. And I'm Mrs. Wow from Waffles on Wednesday. And when we're not eating waffles, we're stacking Benjamins. Live from Joe's mom's basement, it's the Stacking Benjamin Show. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and how's your banking? Or should we ask, how's your credit unioning? On today's episode, we shine a spotlight on your local friendly credit union and dive into the many benefits of membership. And let's kick off Military Appreciation Month with a rare FinTech meets How to Credit Unions Work meets How Are We Celebrating segment. From Navy Federal Credit Union, we'll talk to retired Marine Colonel Clay Stackhouse. Later, we'll toss out the Haven Lifeline to Anonymous, who is looking to upgrade houses. But with the market as hot as it is, do Joe and OG have any tips to pull this off? Of course they do. We're here for you, stackers. And even if they don't, I'm here to share some of my amazing trivia. And now, while some are pivoting from the military to civilian life, here come two guys who should probably look at pivoting out of podcasting. It's Joe and O-J-J-J-J-J. What is it about podcasting five days a week that makes that guy salty? Time and a half, Doug. Come on, Time Doug. Time and a half. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Wednesday. You are halfway done with your week. And you know what? It's all downhill from here, my friends. I'm Joe Salci. Hi, Average Joe Money on Twitter. And across the card table from me for the glorious midweek episode, it's Mr. OG. I feel like we're talking every day, man. Every day. It seems like every hour, even. Just like nonstop. Mom is uh, keeping the motor running upstairs, delivering the food just in time. It's good. The supply line is running. We've got... Uh, friends from Navy Federal here are going to talk a little bit about military appreciation. So we got the supply chain in order. We're here on the front. Not quite the military precision. <laughs> no, no not, not quite. And if we have to be on any front, this is a far easier front probably, probably to be on the podcasting front, keeping the troops happy. It is a great Wednesday. We're going to talk two things today. We're going to talk about uh, Military Appreciation Month. We're going to talk a little bit about the problems people have uh, pivoting. Going to talk to our new friend, retired Colonel Clay Stackhouse, who's with Navy Federal. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers, they're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. A rare Wednesday fintech segment, but also a lot about uh, where military and credit unions meet. But we've got a couple headlines that we're going to do first, all about how do credit unions work. So let's get this party started. Hello, darlings. And now it's time for your favorite part of the show, our stacking Benjamin's headlines. Our first headline 
comes to us from cuinsight.com. And CU Insight OG is a website that is for credit unions. So the people that read this, it's an industry rag for people that run credit unions. And I love this insider perspective of what credit unions are all about. And this piece written by Phil Seeley is titled Helping Credit Union Members Enjoy Summer of 2021. You ready to enjoy summer 2021? It's already summer in Texas, so sure. It's been summer since February here. March. Last summer, Phil writes, we experienced a priority shift that led many of our credit union members to a simple realization. They don't have to go too far to have fun in the summer. Life in quarantine created the opportunity for at-home adventures by picking up old hobbies and developing new talents. And it says credit union members will begin to expand their sense of adventure again this year. And they predict spending on local travel and new forms of entertainment will rebound. So because credit unions, OG, this is a big key with credit unions. Credit unions, by and large, are about the local environment. Now, local may be expressed a few different ways. Some of them are regional. Some of them are national or worldwide, but they focus on a specific community of people and what they like to do. One unique thing you'll see credit unions doing this summer, suggesting local attractions and businesses. If your credit union is based just on your region, the piece says from the local donut shop to a nearby beach this summer, there'll be more options for exploring the local area. Remember last year when just taking a walk was a highlight of the day. Well, this year there are more businesses open and need to support. So credit unions are a big part of their community because they can shine the spotlight on some of these local businesses and help neighbors meet neighbors. I think that's a that's something you're not going to find Bank of America doing. No, not in the least bit. I mean, over the last year, how many more miles have you walked? How many more miles have you uh, <laughs> seen your neighborhood? I I was driving around the other day and we were just talking about the the area that we live in has like different sections of the neighborhood and how much more we know the people that are here in our section because it's like, oh, well, we've got our little bubble. And, you know, if you've got a group that can help put that together, you know, at a local level, you know, that's a lot, a lot nicer than uh, the 1-800 number to Bank of America. They also talk here about credit unions that are offering reward programs for visiting local institutions. And this is the other thing. I think people that a lot of people even that use credit unions, OG, forget that they're tied into whatever their affinity community is or their local community is. So find out what special rewards and perks they have. And in this piece, it says, hey, if it's a if it's a local credit union, they may have some reward program that if you shop locally doing the same things you do anyway, but keep it local, you'll get some points and some perks because you're a credit union member. I was surprised when we joined ours, like the book of stuff. It's almost like you remember, remember those you, people used to come by and go, here's, here's the big entertainment book. And you'd buy it for like $6 and had all the coupons in it for like, you know, buy, you know, bowl one round, get a round for free and you get one McDonald's, get you know, yes. a cheeseburger for free. And you'd tear those things out. Remember it was kind of like that. It wasn't that big, of course, but it was always like, there's so much stuff that's available, not just banking products, which which is also really good. The second piece of this that Phil writes about is to encourage budgeting to help members showcase their new talents. It says good old fashioned hobby saw a resurgence in 2020, sewing, crocheting, puzzles, card games, even I played more board games last year than I had in a long time. And even traditional do-it-yourself projects on increase in interest across the country. You can encourage credit union members to tap into the credit unions 
credit card programs prepare their budgets for the summer's new expenses so that members can grow, which means then obviously the credit union grows. And I like this idea of growing with your members and instead of your customers being different than your shareholders, now your shareholder OG and your customer are the exact same person. Yeah. And that's where you see, you know, from a financial standpoint, better rates, uh, better eligibility, better rewards like we were talking about before. And we should go into our second headline, which comes to us from mycreditunion.gov. What exactly is a credit union? And we'll link to this in our show notes, or if you're getting our guide to the shows, you got this uh, late last night from us. So you can just open that up. Uh, If you want to get that, stackingbenjamins.com forward slash stacker. Otherwise, like I said, we have it in our show notes uh, page. But but it's member owned. Credit unions are member owned, so you're you're actually a part owner of the credit union. Can you explain how that works, OG? Well, it's just like if you own a position, you know, in a stock of a company. You know, you're not in charge of it. You're not in charge of Amazon because you have a share of Amazon, but you are rewarded for being a shareholder in terms of profits and dividends. And with the, with a credit union, they have the board, you know, they've got people in charge of it and that sort of thing. And at the end of the year, they have to decide how are they going to reward the members in this case. And a lot of times it's throughout the year with better, better savings rates. If it's, you know, if it's on deposit products or better interest rates on lending products to kind of spread that quote unquote profit out, you know, over that period of time. Second off, and this is a big thing about credit unions, they're nonprofit. So different than a bank, Right. And and this goes into the better rates and that sort of thing. They're not trying to nickel and dime it. You know, they've got operating costs. You've got people that you have to employ. You've got buildings that you need to maintain, insurance you have to have, all that sort of stuff, just like any other business. But it's not that plus the 20% that we're trying to make. It's not a bad idea to make a profit. Sure. Right? That's nonprofit doesn't mean anti profit. It means that we're going to take our profit and distribute it back to our to our uh, members. They talk in this piece about reduced fees for the very reasons that you talk about. But even when you pay a fee, OG, let's say that you bounce a few checks, you know, you just, you just tell your- Is that a your, thing anymore? Bouncing you checks? Just, you, you just tell your accountability partner, you go, you know what? A piece of this fee we pay goes back to us. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. When was the last time that you wrote a check of the shopping mart and, <laughs> and you slid, did you ever do this? You slide the check across with both hands on? on it. And then the <laughs> cashier says, what are you doing? And you go, I'm making sure it doesn't bounce. <laughs> uh, hold on. Hold on. Wait for it. Uh, third, members of a credit union uh, share a credit union's field of membership. You can join based on a few things. Number one, your employer. Like as an example, we're about to have uh, uh, retired Colonel Stackhouse on with us. But many employers sponsor their own credit unions. I know that uh, in Chicago once I was at a I was at a performance, and most of the audience there was with American Airlines Credit Union. It can be based on a family, it can be based on a geographical location, or it can be based on membership in some type of group, like a place of worship, a school, a labor union. And often, by the way, OG, these credit unions also offer sometimes scholarships programs. I know that that when I was a financial planner, a few of my clients, their kids got scholarships for college through their credit union. Hmm. Hadn't thought about that. 
It's a good because, idea. because it's an, it's an infinity group. And as we mentioned earlier, a lot of community involvement. They also include a few resources that credit union share. Of course, there's the site that I'm on right now, mycreditunion.gov, which is the NCUA's uh, consumer website, the credit union locator. So you can locate credit unions near you at the NCUA, which is their Twitter hashtag NCUA fraud prevention center. This is a big one. Learn about common frauds and scams targeting customers and the NCUA's YouTube channel. Learn more about current financial hot topics. We'll link to all those in our show notes page at stackingbedjamins.com. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Well, today's a rarity for us because it is Military Appreciation Month, and also we're talking about credit unions. Uh, those of you who have been listening to our show for a while know that that we have a great partnership with Navy Federal Credit Union, and so we're going to do something rare. Instead of a Friday FinTech segment, we're going to do a Wednesday FinTech segment, meaning we're going to profile a company, a company that is online. Of course, Navy Federal also has branches, but they are online. And we're going to talk a little bit about how Navy Federal is an example of a credit union that we really like, how they take care of people. We're going to talk to retired Colonel Clay Stackhouse, who's on the membership outreach team for Navy Federal Credit Union. Colonel Stackhouse always has some great stories about how they help people. So let's say hi. To Clay Stackhouse, I'm my dad. Shortwave Radio. And I'm my dad. Shortwave, it's retired Marine and member outreach manager for Navy Federal, Clay Stackhouse. Clay, thanks for spending some time with us, man. Joe, I'm really happy to be here. Thank you for having me. And congratulations, actually, on the success of your show. Well, thank you very much. And you know what? It's that we... Surround ourselves with people like you, Clay. It's we just we ride your coattails, my friend. You are too kind, but I am happy to be here. Before we get into credit unions, I want to ask a little bit about your service because we're going to also talk about the fact that this is Military Appreciation Month, and and I know that people in the military have some different uh, different needs with their money. They have some unique circumstances with their money. Did you struggle with money when you were serving? That's a good point. You say Navy Federal. Our DNA is military veterans and families, so every day for us is kind of military appreciation. But I, I look forward to May, uh, as you alluded to, because, um, yeah, we take this time out and we focus. And I, in my job, I'm able to help Joe people transition out of the military a lot. And I've found that it's not a monolithic group, right? There's 
each story is unique for people transitioning out. So uh, I really didn't have a lot of problems. I was able to have good mentorship and things like that while I was in the military. And I was able to take advantage of a lot of things. I mean, I, I went to the Naval Academy and signed up with Navy Federal right away. I've written pieces about building blocks for a successful uh, financial career when you're in the military. And that first step is selecting a financial institution that, uh, that you can trust, right? That's good. And uh, I was able to do that. And no matter if you transition, you know, I did 25 years in the Marine Corps. I loved it. I like to say uh, I'm done chasing bad guys and now I'm helping the good guys. And in my opinion, the good guys and gals are, uh, look, as you know, I mean, uh, I know your father uh, served. I know you went to the Citadel. Uh, Less than 1% of the American population is actually in the military. So all those people, I consider the good guys, the veterans and their families. Now we're at Navy Federal, man, we're up to 10, over uh, 10 million members, largest credit union in the world. So yeah, I, I know you go into uh, all sorts of financial education for people, but for me, Joe, as I go around and talk to people about Navy Federal and, and helping those military members and families, that, that first step is uh, is selecting a financial institution that you can trust. Well, let's talk about, I want to dive in a little bit more into Navy Federal uh, as we talk more about Military Appreciation Month, Clay. Before we get to that, just credit unions in general, because like you said, only 1% of Americans in the service or with a background in the service, which means 99% of our audience is somebody that did not serve, but still they're all eligible for a credit union. And a lot of people hear the words credit union, as you know, as well as anybody much better than me, I'm sure they hear the words credit union. They don't understand what that means. So can we break it down a little bit, Clay? What's the basic tenant of a credit union? How does it work and what makes it different than a bank? You know, that's a really simple thing. It With Navy Federal in 1933, uh, some Navy guys got together and pooled their resources. You know, it's financially like-minded people pooling their resources. So if you're a member of a credit union, if you're a member of Navy Federal, you are an owner of Navy Federal, right? That's the big difference. I mean, we don't have any fees. All of our accounts yield interest. And uh, you'll find a lot of different, as I, my area actually here is in the deep south, and I'll go to Yesterday, I was up in uh, Monroeville, Alabama, and uh, this person was going to sign up with a local uh, bank, and we started kind of going through all the things that were going to be better uh, with her as she was about to join the Army, with joining up with Navy Federal Credit Union. And, and a lot of it was she was surprised that she was an owner of the credit union. She was surprised that we didn't have any fees. She was surprised that we were going to yield interest on her accounts. And that gets to when I say select the right financial institution, that's exactly right, right? I mean, you need to sit down with your loved ones and sort through the good and the bad things. I mean, we're talking about security, right? If you're a worldwide financial organization, uh, you need to look into the types of security that the institution has. And I mean, our track record's phenomenal. So I really find that actually enjoyable to be able to go around and help like the young lady I did yesterday and steer in the right direction. So with a credit union members, uh, I heard you say that they're owners. This woman actually owns a piece of the credit union. So that means that she actually is a, a shareholder in the success of the credit union. Tell me about how that actually works. What it is, it, it enables Navy Federal to offer the products and services that we do, right? And another financial institution may 
push different products that they want. We we are just in it. Uh, we say the members are, are the mission, right? So our mission is to help you uh, financially. As a matter of fact, one aspect I didn't use the entire time I was in the Marine Corps uh, was free financial advice, right? And I, I know you give financial advice, but I'm talking about I sat down. Hey, uh, hey don't ever, Clay, accuse us of giving advice. <laughs> our listeners know yeah. that if you learn anything listening to this, we did our job wrong. So, <laughs> so well, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. That's, that's, uh, that's not what Kiplinger would say. I think you're one of the <laughs> best financial podcasts. To tell oh, you the truth. oh so, stop uh, it. Keep going. Stop. Keep going. Stop. Keep going. <laughs> Yeah, but that's, uh, yes, being a shareholder does give you investment in your financial future. And uh, I think we really treat each member, actually, I, having been a member since 1986, I can tell you from experience, I feel like I've been treated as a member of a family. It's even better to tell you the truth, uh, to work for Navy Federal. But yeah, th those are some of the things that, uh, that come to mind. Let's dive into some of the basic things that people get with a credit union. I think for a lot of people, they'll be they'll be familiar with these, but there's uh, checking accounts, savings accounts. I believe there's money market accounts, lending products. Yeah. Uh, walk through some of the basic things that people use every day when they use a credit union, Clay. Right. Well, with Navy Federal, everybody has a savings account. There's a couple different savings accounts you can choose from. And with the checking accounts, there's a couple of different checking accounts you can you can choose from as well uh, that fit your lifestyle. But yeah, if you go on NavyFederal.org, there's a ticker on the top. We're a full service financial organization, uh, being the world's largest credit union. Uh, we're kind of the the flagship, I would say. So you can go across and look at the top. Uh, yeah, certificates, uh, CDs, mortgages, car loans, uh, business loans. Absolutely, and your basic checking and savings accounts, uh, credit cards, debit cards, all of those things are available. I actually do everything financially with Navy Federal. It just, I looked around and I said, well, my goodness, this is better over here. So I think I have a car loan. I just refied my mortgage and uh, obviously checking and savings accounts. So, uh, and then I opened up my kids to tell you the truth. Got them debit cards and uh, you'll be happy to know that we sit down, you know, when we're at dinner and we kind of talk about their spending habits and what's going on and the ability to, to teach your kids a little bit and, and learn. Well, and I like the tools that credit unions have. And I know that, you know, Navy Federal being our, our sponsor now here for the last several months, Clay, we've talked about how many tools you have on the site, but just credit unions in general, I feel like are, are so, there's so many more opportunities for people to learn about money than I feel like a lot of banks have, have out there. And that's something I think that is a lesser known service that credit unions offer. But there's other surprises too, I think. Is there anything that when you're talking about Navy Federal or talking about credit unions in general that surprise people? And I'll give you an example from my standpoint. I didn't realize, like, I love theme parks as much as the next guy. You could discount theme, you could discount theme park tickets from your, from your credit union. Like that was a well, wake up call. Oh, sure. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, we're doing a lot of really cool stuff. Kind of like if a family had a party. You know, I alluded to the fact that we are a family and uh, the members are a mission and we're about the military veterans and families. But uh, if you follow us on like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, we're giving away like 10 people are going to win $1,000. Wow. Right? If they send a picture of them and their loved one who served in the military to hashtag mili uh, mission military thanks. 
So 10 people are going to win $1,000, but we're partnering with Operation Homefront as well. And in that picture, you should have your loved one holding up a sign that says how many years they served. And we're going to give $5 per year to Operation Homefront. You know, oh, it's cool. like you do at a party, right, to celebrate military appreciation month. So if you serve five years, and, and uh, I know my family was really proud when I was in. I'm sure they loved to snap a photo with me put it on our social media. And like I said, 10 people, the 10 best are going to get a thousand dollars, but uh, we're matching funds with uh, Operation Homefront, who's all about, you know, it's their DNA too, is helping uh, military veterans and their families. So we're proud to partner with them. I mean, last year I got together with them with uh, Best Cities After Service, which was really fun because uh, having rather recently, re- you know, transitioned out of the Marine Corps, uh, it was things that I could try and share with people that were bumps in the road, you know, that I endured. And at the, the bottom line, to tell you the truth, I, I use that little, I'm done chasing bad guys and I'm, I'm happy helping good guys. Now I really mean that it's fun. It's fun to lend a hand to that group of people. And there's so few who actually uh, raised their hand and said, I'll support and defend the constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. I mean, that to a guy like me who was in the Marine Corps and did, uh, I mean, I know there's a lot of guys that have done more than me, but I, I did a little bit. It kind of gives me chills to be able to help people like that. Oh, that's so great. And by the way, if you're riding down the road or walking the dog while you're listening to Clay and I, we'll have a link to everything Clay's mentioned so far and will mention on our show notes page at stackingbenjamins.com. So if people want to get in on that, it's going to be hashtag mission military thanks. Let's talk about what you just mentioned, which were bumps in the road transitioning. I know I've had friends transition out of the military, Clay. Uh, You mentioned bumps in the road for you. You talk about how important it is to have uh, good institutions that you work with. I think personally, it's great to have a good dashboard so you can easily see your stuff. You can easily keep track of your money. Direct deposit. I mean, the number of people that direct deposit to the wrong place frustrates me. But but when it comes to those bumps in the road, what are some of the bumps in the road you see people have when they are making that transition? At the risk of oversimplifying it, I, I probably did not reach out enough to people who were willing to help me. Oh, uh, You know, I'm a, I'm a retired Marine colonel, and by gosh, I can do it. And I kind of had that mindset. But people like Operation Homefront is there for you. Navy Federal Credit Union is there for you. Uh, you have institutions that will help you uh, link up with the VA for different benefits that you have. And it just, probably the longer you're in, the more so is just not really wanting to reach out for that help that's there for you. So I alluded to the fact that everybody transitions individually, right? Very different. I'm, I did the Marine things, so, you know, a guy or a gal who was on a on a ship somewhere that it's a very personal journey. So when you do that journey, get with your loved ones and really reach out to those organizations who are available to you like me and absolutely ready to bend over backwards and help you because we do believe that you're good guys and take advantage of that stuff. I think uh, whatever the bumps in the roads you're going to, you're going to run into and they're going to be different for everybody. Well, well, maybe, that loss of identity maybe was Joe my first. I, I know you said your uh, your dad's a Vietnam vet, and uh, when you take off the uniform, I'll tell you the truth, I, I had my blues here in the house as we were unpacking, 
and they had medals on them and everything. And I mean, if you if you can't look good in marine blue, you can't look good. <laughs> you can't, uniform, you know? I I remember just watching the guys leaving Paris Island when we go to the airport in Charleston. And you'd see these badasses in those uniforms uh, headed back from basic and, and our little Citadel uniforms did not compete. I don't know. The Citadel uniforms are pretty sharp too. What, what I'm getting is that there's an identity link with that. Yes. Right? When you yes, wear yeah. the coffee of your country, I'm, I'm sure when you were a cadet and, and you know what I'm talking about, you're being modest. Uh, those, those look phenomenal. And people looked at you a little differently when you had that uniform on. So uh, I actually went to work and my wife went and got one of those little mannequin things that you put a suit on and she put it on, put the blues on there and they're still, they're hanging up here in my living room right now. And so I get to look at them and remember, but that loss of identity is going to be something that, that you're going to have to deal with. But like I said, Joe, don't take it so hard because uh, we're there to help you. Yeah. And that's the second time Clay, you've mentioned mentorship. And I firmly believe that mentorship and reaching out to people that have been there before you and have already gone through the process is definitely the way forward. Right. So if you think uh, in our research, when we linked with Operation Homefront about best cities after service, we realized that over 250,000 people a year transition from the military. So give me four years. There's a million people out there, right? Those people all have different stories, but they're all looking for employment, right? They're, they have to do something afterwards. They want to know where to live. And that's why we've done things. We did best careers after service. We did best cities after service. Continue to look at Navy Federal. There's all sorts of promotions we do in May. And just consider it a party, you know, of celebration, celebrating the fact that it's Military Appreciation Month. And it gets to highlight the people who are bread and butter, those military veterans and their families. I'm glad you brought that up because I want to end with that question. Besides the giveaway that you're doing and the awesome sharing that all of uh, the members and friends are doing with hashtag Mission Military Thanks, you talk about some other things you guys have going on this month. Tell me, what's Navy Federal got in store for Military Appreciation Month? My goodness, we're doing, well, I told you about the link with Operation Homefront, and we'll match up to $50,000 if you want to donate to Operation Homefront. Um, I mean, if you open a Navy Federal uh, cash rewards credit card, uh, you get uh, 200 bucks back when you spend uh, 2000 within 90 days. Uh, you can refinance your, your current auto loan from another lender and get $200 credited to your account. And I'll tell you, our Easy Start or special Easy Start certificates, you get a $30 bonus after you make uh, three automatic transfers. So just go on Navy Federal. And to tell you the truth, you can call Navy Federal 888-842-6328, 24 hours a day. And uh, go on online and look at NavyFederal.org, and that ticker above enumerates pretty well our products and services, but uh, it'll also go through a lot of the things we have. If you know, you're know you driving in your car, and I said that too fast or anything, come visit that site. And uh, whether you're military or not, overwhelmingly, people appreciate, I think, the service. So uh, celebrate the military a little bit in May and take time to kind of consider the things that they did. I've been out six years now, and I continue to understand what people meant when they looked at me and said, thanks for your service, because I haven't moved. I mean, that's quite a financial stressor. Um, my wife uh, hasn't had to go to a different city and look for another job. Uh, my kids are in the same school for the last six years. All those things are stressors that the military deals with all the time. So uh, 
take May, take May to uh, appreciate the the military and and get Navy Federal to look. Amen, brother. Well, thank you again. I'll say it one more time. Thank you so much for your service, Clay. Thanks for your service here. The last fifteen minutes hanging out with us and talking credit unions, military appreciation month, and a little bit about your background. I really appreciate what you do, and thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, it's been a real pleasure and uh, good job on the podcast. Keep it up. Hey, stackers, I'm your pal, Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and thanks to Navy Federal Credit Union for helping us celebrate military appreciation. Speaking of unions, recently I was watching The Irishman on Netflix. I mean, have you seen it? It's a true story about a truck driver who becomes a hitman, and man, is it long. Watching it took me like a week, but it truly got me thinking. I I think I really need to be part of a union. I've started to organize down here, but Gertrude and Cooper the Cat won't cooperate. And Every time I bring up unions, Joe's mom sprays me with a hose. But today's episode's really got me thinking. As of 2020, what percentage of U.S. workers are a part of a union? More than 50%, less than 25%, less than 10%? Maybe somewhere in between? Let's make that your trivia question. And I'll be back with the answer for both of us faster than you can go on strike. Hey, Staggers, it's Military Appreciation Month. You know what that means. We are recognizing all of our stackers in the audience. My good friend, Nords, Doug Nordman, who uh, some of you may know, he is a writer in personal finance. He's a guy I'd like to do. A shout out to, he is such a giving member of the FIRE community, the Financial Independence Retire Early community. Uh, Nords will do anything for you. It's just, just, I think some of that comes from his time on a submarine, like my nephew Colin, who's on a submarine right now, and all the work that uh, he did there. Just a super giving member of the community. And you know what? Uh, Navy Federal Credit Union wants to celebrate their members who go above and beyond, not this month, but every month. Navy Federal offers members only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members and help them reach their goals. Here's one of their offers in honor of Military Appreciation Month. Join and get $50 when you open a credit card. Of course, you want to have your whole debt strategy planned out, don't you? Don't just go open a credit card willy-nilly, as mom says. Uh, here's a disclaimer. You got to join and open your membership savings account between May 1st and May 31st. So get on it, stackers. Annual percentage yield is a 0.25% for membership savings account, $5 minimum balance to open. Maintain your membership savings account to obtain the bonus. Visit NavyFederal.org for full terms and conditions. That's just one of the things. They offer 24-7 help for their U.S.-based service members. They have resources all over the place. Head to NavyFederal.org. Dot org for full terms, conditions, and other offers. Navy and Federal is insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Well, don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment's the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal, rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line, and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words... Your money's breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money in the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. 
Hey, trivia nerds, I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and all this talk about unions made me think. Navy Federal Credit Union's always looking for new members, right? So how about I just join their union? Best part is, if you join that union, you've got the protection of the U.S. Navy, right? I mean, isn't that how it works? So much better than just protection from some mobsters in New York. Plus, I think I saw something in the brochure about like maybe spending some time on a ship in the Atlantic. Uh, yes, please. I've been dying to get back to the Caribbean, especially with my 20-year class reunion coming up from Southwest Bahama State Beauty College and Technical Institute. Maybe I can just hitch a ride there. It's perfect. But I'll, I'll take that up with the Navy skipper later. Anyway, lots to plan. But before I go, let's get back to today's trivia. The question was, as of 2020, what percentage of U.S. workers are part of a union? Greater than 50%, less than 25, less than 10, somewhere in between all of that. Well, the union membership rate of public sector workers, 34.8%, continued to be more than five times higher than the rate of private sector workers, which was just 6.3%. The highest unionization rates were among workers in protective service occupations. They were at 36.6%. And in education, training, and library occupations, 35.9 percent wait a minute library okay uh, altogether there were 16 million americans in unions which is good enough for just over 10 percent in fact 10.8 percent to be exact on that note it's time for me to go get in a credit union of my own see ya big thanks to colonel stackhouse for hanging out with us you know OG, that guy might like navy federal a little bit i don't know if you noticed that it's okay it's a good place to like. I like Navy Federal. I was thinking it might be might be good to like your job. Of course, I think a uh, few things more gratifying than uh, working for a company helping other people. Hey, let's uh, let's roll Dave and Lifeline. How about that? What do you th- say we tackle some of life's most important questions, OG? Let's do it. We're sitting here anyway. I don't know if you knew this, but our friends at Haven Life Insurance Agency they put what you value first. Chocolate bars and cheesecake? <laughs> well, not exactly. It's actually your loved ones and your time. But hey, it's why they've made buying quality term life insurance actually simple. I don't know if you knew how simple they made it. They took the application, they popped it online, and bada boom, bada bing, got rid of all of those extra questions and bam, gave you affordable prices, no waiting several weeks for a decision, lovely customer support. And you know where you find that, OG? Do you know where you find it? I'm sure you'll tell me in just a moment. It's at stackingbenjamins.com forward slash Haven Life. Yes, sir. And today we're going to throw out the Haven Life line to our new friend, Tyler. Say hello, Tyler. Hey, Joe and OG. I think I just submitted a recording anonymously on accident, so I'm going to try again. My wife and I are looking to sell our current house and move to a new neighborhood closer to our new jobs, and I'm not sure what the best way to go about it is. Uh, maybe you haven't heard yet, but the housing market is hotter than a fresh plate from the Sizzler Buffet right now. Anyway, we have about $130,000 in equity built up in our current house and are looking to buy a house in the $400,000 range, uh, that being the maximum. However, from what I've heard, contingency sales are not very successful right now, so I was trying to think of a way around that. We only have about $30,000 cash saved up at the moment and could either spend that on updating our current house to maximize its value 
or we could use it for a small down payment on the new one before putting out the full 20% after we get cash from the selling of our current house, hopefully very soon after. Uh, we live in North DFW and have no debt other than our current mortgage, which is about $19.50 per month, all included. And our combined gross income is about $120,000 a year. So our debt to income ratio is okay for two mortgage payments for a month or two, even if that doesn't sound great to me at the moment. Uh, do you guys have any advice or thoughts? I have three kids under the age of six, so I'm a little stressed about the transition between homes on a contingency sale. Let me know what you think. Thanks. Hey, thanks for the question, Tyler. And boy, that would be stressful. Oh, gee, with three kids under six juggling all that and uh, hoping like heck that the contingency sale goes through. But I know I've got at least one idea that he could think about, but I'll bet that OG's got another one. Or maybe the same one. Being in DFW myself, I don't think that your issue is going to be uh, trying to sell your house. It is going to be trying to buy a new one. So No, that's what he's saying. But buying it on a contingency, he doesn't think it's going to go through. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be an issue. Like if you can find a house to buy, if yours is ready to list the next day, you'll be able to sell yours in one day or two or a week or something like that, assuming that it's in an okay area. I mean, you just run this by a real estate person, but you're right. From a contingent standpoint, they're not going to be super excited about that. I would also be concerned that the bank wouldn't be excited. Or just because you say you can afford it doesn't mean the bank says that you can afford it. That that could be an issue too. So don't, so let me hear you correctly. Don't buy it on a contingency. Go ahead and sell your house, make an offer that's not a contingency and bam. Yeah. The harder of those two things is going to be to find the new house to buy, like have your house ready to go, get a realtor, say as soon as I, I know I can't do a contingent offer. So what do you think? And they'll they'll tell you, Oh, I sold three houses in this neighborhood uh, last Saturday. It took us 11 hours, <laughs> you know, to sell it. Right. They'll tell you, they'll get, they'll, they'll happily take your business and tell you exactly how long it should take. So they have that realtor help you buy the first one and then, or, you know, buy the second one and then turn around and immediately list the other one. So that's how I would do it if you're worried about the the timing. Well, and uh, from where I sit, I think it's actually even better, Tyler, to do a middle ground. I mean, sell your house, put things in storage, maybe downsize for a little bit. But to your point, OG, I don't think it's going to be a long time, right? I don't think it's going to be a lot, but you may, you may have to have a two-step process, move into a month-to-month rental and then back out. Or is a month-to-month rental going to be hard to find? I don't know about that. I, I seriously think that um, if you can find the house that you want to buy, that's the harder of the two transactions right now, which is so bizarre. But have yours ready to go. And if you have to do the month-to-month, that's, you know, that's fine too sucks, but it's well, okay. The thing that allows him Tyler to do as well then is, is keep his cash right in a, in a place. Cause if he ends up having to rent for a few months, he's got the cash available to do that. Yeah. I wouldn't put any money into the house unless the realtor tells you, Hey, this is a must do in order to sell this thing. Yeah. The one thing I normally like in most markets is staging your house. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've talked to people about that. Uh, Nicole from, um, the Netflix mortgage or marriage series and other real estate people that we've talked to in the past, but maybe I don't even know that you need to stage your house. OG, you know, it'll help look nice, but 
it really depends on where you are. Our neighbor just sold his house in uh, about 12 hours, had 25 offers, and was a solid 4 or 5% over asking. So, you know. Yeah. I yeah. think it's pretty safe to say you're going to be able to sell your house. The hard part's finding the next one to buy. Well, and that's where I think that the apartment idea comes in. Mm-hmm. Because the apartment allows you to take your time. The other thing I like about the apartment that I wouldn't have told you before, Tyler, that I like, living in a smaller place for a few months made me realize uh, how much less I needed half the stuff that I thought I needed. Living all over the U.S. for six months made me realize, oh, gee, that, that while I like having a place to settle down, I don't need that much stuff. I mean, you also lived in an apartment for a few months. When we moved to Dallas, we lived in an apartment for 15 months. I thought it was going to be a few, but it took a year. Yeah. To find the place that you really wanted. Yep. And I couldn't wait to get all my stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So don't use me as an example. (laughs) Yeah. But that did teach you you could do it, didn't it? You could do it. You did it. Yeah. It's it's doable. Yeah. I mean, you're you're not crying at night, are you? Not much anymore. Thanks for that question, Tyler. If you've got a, a question for OG and I on the Haven Lifeline, head to stackingbenjamins.com forward slash voicemail. And uh, OG and I are very happy to answer your question as well. And good luck. Good luck, Tyler, with the move. And by the way, if you need uh, help, like uh, moving uh, stuff, furniture and things, I have to apologize. I'm busy that day. So busy, busy, busy. Don't know. OG, you'll be available though. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you're available though, right? My, uh, I'll send my proxy, Doug. (laughs) Send send Doug. Last person we want moving our stuff is, is Doug, I think. But we do need Doug to end the show here. So before we hand the reins over to him to say goodbye, big thanks to everybody for hanging out with us again on a wonderful Wednesday. Tomorrow we have another special episode in our very special five day week. And we're super excited that we're going to tomorrow shine the light on some members of our community who are doing some really cool stuff. Last time we talked to Alan, who was churning bank accounts and playing the credit card reward point game. So we talked to him about that. We talked to John about ride sharing programs and how he was making much more money that way than I thought was possible. And then uh, we talked to Claudia, who helped uh, both her parents and her in-laws go to financial planners. So we have three more and uh, some more of your questions on our potpourri episode tomorrow. The stacker potpourri, going to be a lot of fun. And then, of course, wind out the week on Friday with, uh, man, maybe one of our deepest roundtables ever. Just uh, Just a fantastic discussion on Friday. So that's going to do it for today. But before we say goodbye, last but not least, if you're somebody that needs better financial planning in your corner and want to make better decisions, well, having the right team uh, helps. And OG and his team of financial planners are taking clients. So head to stackybedjamins.com forward slash OG to get on their calendar, to set up a meeting, to find out how they can interface with you to make better financial decisions. All right, that's going to do it for today. You've got it from here, Doug. What should we have learned today? Sure thing, Joe. I'll help you out. What should we have learned today, everybody? Well, first, a credit union? Heck yeah, sign me up. 
or at least let me do a quick search to see which I could belong to and then explore more about how mine might work. Second, while there are some obvious credit union advantages like lower fees and increased education programs, credit unions also have hidden benefits. You should ask what else they handle besides saving, checking, and lending. You'll probably be surprised. But the big lesson... Turns out, credit union isn't actually a union. It's more like a community organization to help me with my money, which brings up good news, bad news, Uh, because Clay Stackhouse said it doesn't come with a free ride on a Navy boat, though he did say he could hook me up with people who would pay me if I helped out on the boat. Total bonus. But the good news is that I can get a fancy new debit card that has a cat picture on it. Side note, maybe it'd help if I actually, you know, like listen to the show, because based on the notes I've got here, it turns out that's only a little slice of what these guys have been talking about this whole time. So maybe I'm just going to hit rewind and maybe pay attention and not fall asleep this time. Thanks to retired Colonel Clay Stackhouse from Navy Federal Credit Union for joining us. You'll find more about Navy Federal at NavyFederal.org. And for more on credit unions in general, head to mycreditunion.gov. Lots of good resources there as well as on our show notes page at stackingbenjamins.com. This show is created by Joe Saul Cihai, produced by Taylor Stevens, and engineered by the amazing Steve Stewart. Online, visit us on Twitter at SBenjamin'sCast or on our Facebook page. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and I'm pretty much the guy in charge of everything around here. Trust me, this well-oiled machine didn't get like this all by itself. SB Podcasts may receive payment on the show from sponsors and guests in the form of books, giveaway items, discounts, or other remunerations. That's a big word. There's no way you take advice from these dorks, but like Joe's mom always says, don't take advice from people you don't know. This show is for entertainment purposes only, and before making any financial decisions, consult with a real financial advisor. I've been having a bit of trouble lately, OG. A bit of trouble. Okay. I am following the MetPro plan. It has worked very well for me. In terms of weight loss, it's been good. But for me, it is much more about feeling good than than weight loss. And because I'm eating clean so often... I feel good for long periods of time, which is great. And by the way, I also find that when I when I don't follow the plan, uh, I feel awful now, just awful. Gotcha. You feel well, though. Sorry? You feel well? That's the adverb. Uh, just forget it, I thought.
I be good feel. Okay. Got it. I be good yep. feel. So the summer difficult to stick to the plan mm-hmm. because of the fact that I was traveling so much. So I just maintained. And then we moved here to Texarkana and now living right next door to mom and barely moving. I find myself following the plan. I'm going to say a solid 90% of the time and I'm not losing any weight. And in more cases than not, I'm finding my weight slowly inching up. I might suggest you probably not following the plan. (laughs) Well, number one, I'm not. (laughs) Well, as I mentioned, I'm following about 90% of the time, but over the summer, I followed about 90% of the time and I at least maintained now I'm following it and I'm not maintaining. And Jesse, my Met Pro coach, and I have been really discussing what's going on because I think she thinks I'm falling off the wagon more than I am, but I'm not. I swear I'm not. Mm-hmm. The big thing that's happening is I'm not moving at all. And so I got this new Garmin watch. Oh, cool. Yes. And uh, so I figured, you know, it's equipment, right? Because if I get better equipment, then I'm definitely going to start moving my You know, fat this butt. is the same chat that I had about my golf game last week. It is it is high time that I get some new golf irons because these ones that that they that they got me, they're just unreliable. Yeah. They wear yeah. out. shanking the ball over the place. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. The spin on the new Titleist Pro Vs is just, it's uncontrollable. I think there's a manufacturing yeah. issue. I'm with you. But I do know that I'm about to start training for the San Francisco Marathon, which got pushed back uh, to September. So I'm going into training mode. But the big thing Jesse said, my coach was, you got to start counting your steps. Because I keep telling her, I just, on days that I'm gaining weight, I'm not moving at all on those days. Like I can see it as we track it. I'm not moving. She's like, okay, let's get a Fitbit or something. So instead I went and got a good watch, this Garmin watch. I like it. So- I had the watch for five days as of yesterday. I ran the first day. The next four days, I did nothing. Three days in a row that I didn't run. And then the fifth day, I was going to run. But when I woke up, my wrist buzzes because it's got the cool thing when calls come in Mm -hmm. or you get text, it buzzes. So I look at my wrist to see what my text is. And it says I've got an achievement like it's a video game, right? Woo-hoo. Like it's like it's it's the Xbox and I'm going to get an achievement. Garmin gave me achievement. And then I saw what the achievement was. You know what achievement Garmin gave me? What's that? My watch gave me the achievement that read well rested. Nice. My watch, my watch is smack talking. Yeah. Yeah, my watch is smack talking me. Hey, dude, you are well rested. So I'm like, no, 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 watch. Screw you, watch. I don't want that. So I went out and ran. And when I got done, it said, uh, you finished your run. Uh, You probably should rest based on the five days you've had this. You should rest for 32 hours before you do any physical exercise again. Better safe than sorry. That's how little I'm moving. That is how little. My watch is like, oh my God, hey, the guy almost had a heart attack out there running four miles. That's impressive that you can pick up and run four miles. Still. Thank you, Garmin. Nice job. Way to turn your smack talk into a quote achievement. 
Well, stackers, the show is over, but the party is just beginning here. You know why? Because it's Military Appreciation Month, and we are giving out shout-outs to all of our friends who have served in the military. And let's point uh, the finger right here at our good friend, OG, who spent time in the military. And of course, we know what a giver he is, even when he pretends like he's being uh, Mr. Surly. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members to help them reach their goals. Visit NavyFederal.org slash celebrate, and you'll see all their Military Appreciation Month offers and other Navy Federal offers. They've got all kinds of resources on their site, like Best Cities After Service to help veterans transition to civilian life and Best Careers for Military Spouses to support military families. So much going on. Just head over to NavyFederal.org slash celebrate. Take a look at all the Military Appreciation Month offers and their usual offers. Navy Federal, our members are the mission. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. 